Are you ready? Matthew chapter 18, verse 22. Are we all there? Everybody read together. Hallelujah. He said, for where two or what are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of what? Then. Hallelujah. That means the Bible makes us understand that wherever two or three are gathered in his name, he is where? He is where? So, he's there in our midst. So, when we're talking about the church, I think I want to really emphasize on that. What is the church? What is the church? 
What is the church? Can tell you what is the church now? The church is what? A what? A what? According to the scripture, the city of what? So anytime we are gathered, what makes a church a church is the fact that the Holy Spirit is in our midst. Are we together? Are we together? I need your responses. Are we together? What makes a church is a church is the fact that what? The Holy Spirit is where? God is where? Jesus is where? Now, let me break it down. And why do we gather? We gather to fellowship. Now, there is this mindset we, gather, we have that, okay, we come to the church to meet God. No, you, we come with God to fellowship. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like when we gather in the church, you have the Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Spirit. So when we gather together, we make an atmosphere that the Spirit of God can communicate to us. Is someone getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. So the Bible call it Mount Zion. I'm still going to explain that. Uh, in, a, in a better way. But let me just stay simple first. So I said the church is also a place of fellowship. It's a place of what? It's a place of what? Now who can tell me the meaning of the word fellowship? I just need anybody from your own understanding. What do you mean fellowship? What do you mean fellowship? Anybody? Do you want me to point hands? Eh? Don't say yes, sir. So what's fellowship? Alright. Fellowship is a communication. Fellowship is a communication. Okay. Which we work mind with the sender. Good. So that we also receive. Good. He said it's a communication, a communion. Which we rub mind with what? The sender. Hallelujah. You know, us for dictionary define it as a gathering together for the sake of, with the same aim. Are we together? So we are gathered with the same aim, the same objective. Are we together? Yes. So we call what? Fellowship is coming together. Now you need to understand that something happens whenever we gather. Are you with me? Whenever we gather, something happens. There's what we call the corporate anointing. There are two kinds of anointing. There are several types, but let me just limit anointing to two different types. There's what I call the individual anointing. There's what I call the corporate anointing. The first one is called what? The second one is called what? The corporate anointing. The individual anointing is a kind of anointing that everybody can. Are you with me? There is an anointing. As I am, I am anointed. You are anointed. Are you with me? It's individual anointing. But the corporate anointing is an anointing that is individual anointing coming together as one. So there are things that only you can do with the anointing. There are things that your anointing does not have the capacity to do. When you come together in a church like this, the Holy Ghost begins to breathe on people. And by so doing, life is released. The anointing begins to work together. Are you with me? So Satan is afraid of a body. You need to understand that the church was derived from the word, come out. Are you with me? The word church in Greek means ecclesia, which means a people that is called out. What's it mean? What did I say? It's what? Ecclesia. Anytime you hear ecclesia, you know it means what? Called out. What is it called? Called or called forth. Are we together? So, a people called out. Like take for example, the Bible said what? It said, for ye are called. Are you with me? So, it's a called out people. It said, God has separated you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his word, the marvelous light. So, those that are separated are what we call the church. 
they are the Christians. And the, the first time the word Christianity was mentioned was where? Everybody? Until. Thank you. Are you with me? Why they call them that name Christians that what? They are Christ-like. They know these are these people are following Jesus. So they are called out. Are we together? So they are called forth. So when you're mentioning the word church, what one thing should ring in your mind? A called out people. So a church is not crowd. It's not the world. It's people that were separated. And because they are separated, there is a governing atmosphere. There is a culture. There is something unique about their coming together. I think this is what is lost. And if you check around now, especially during this lockdown, many churches are not going on. People are dying. Because the major intention of the church was not communicated by revelation. Hallelujah. Are we together? Because if you don't understand this, you will be affected greatly, especially in a time like this. So church means a call out. So God called you out. And when he called you out, he called you out with different frequency. I will explain. When you gave your life to Jesus Christ, something rested upon you. The presence of God rested upon you. So take, for example, four people are charged. When I mean charged, like take, for example, you have currents working in your life. Let me bring it down again. Take, for example, four people are like hot iron. Why somebody, one of them is a cold iron. Hope you know if the cold iron come in the midst of the hot iron, automatically it will become what? Are we together? Yes. So that is the reason for the church. So when we gather together, everybody is coming together with the presence of the Spirit. And together, what happened? By the time we met together, something happened. Are we with me? Something happened. The presence of God is awakening in our life. So church is a place of renewal. It's a place of what? Renewal. So anytime you come before church, there is a cleansing in your heart. There is a renewal. And the energy of God is coming through the minister of God and through every activity that is structured based on the leading of the Spirit. Why several times our home church is not a blessing is because most of those things are structures, not by the ordinance of the Spirit. The people that are coming to minister, one of them finished eating a bar before climbing that pulpit. And what did he do? He will give. He will give out what? A bar. And that's why he carries the mic to minister. And you are hearing, Jesus, you love me too much. You are not wondering what is going on. Is the Eba anointing being imparted? <laughs> and because it is the Eba anointing, you see members to begin to experience the effect of Eba. So they begin to what? <laughs> so you now wonder why a minister of God can be preaching and everybody sleeping. Are we together? Something is being released. So as a minister of the gospel, when you stand on the pulpit, you must be prepared because you are coming as a, a, an empty vessel. So if you are standing anywhere to take opening prayer or anything, you don't eat. As I am, I have not eaten. Not because I want the anointing, because so that my heart can be free enough for the Spirit of God to minister to you. So I can't be empty because the Holy Ghost needs a free space to find expression, not my thoughts. If you have eaten a bar, by the time you stand here, sometimes you are thinking about the bar. There is hair. Everything is heavy on you. Hallelujah. You should be light. <laughs> Can we say thank you, Jesus? Thank Jesus? So church is that gathering. So when we gather together, we gather to fellowship and we gather to hear God. You see, you need to understand that it's not that you don't hear God as an individual basis. But God orchestrates this pattern so that you can hear him and learn of him. There is a fullness of the Holy Ghost that rests upon a minister of God that God has chosen for the assignment. As I am, there are different kinds of anointing. There is anointing that is backing up the calling of God upon me. There is anointing that I have as an individual. 
and I know this. So I can be going through a particular thing and you can come for that and I can pray for you, you receive answers. Why you receive answers is not because of my anointing. It's because of the anointing of the call, the office. You honor the office so the office can bless you. Are we together? Is everybody learning? So the office can bless you. You will now see the reason why a pastor can be going through cancer and will pray for somebody and the person get rid of cancer. So if you are not why you say oh, this pastor is going to pass cancer and you now say this pastor cannot pray for you because he cannot heal himself, you will live in that sickness, not knowing that he has the capacity to heal you. Because there is a call of God that backing that office, except he's not called. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Except he's not called. If it's called, that thing will work for you because you are connected to that thing. Are we together? Yes, sir. So you are connected not just to the man, to the call. Can we say to the call? To the call. Like I still call somebody this week and I call the person to pray for the person. How? I, I was at home, sleeping at home, and immediately in a vision, I saw this person came and wept. I was crying and said, Papa. I said, What is that? My dad is dead. Immediately I woke up, I picked up my phone immediately. I called the father and I began to pray. I said, you will not die. And I believe the father was safe. The father called me later and said, I'm feeling so strong and better now. Thank you. Glory. See, what happened there is that the man could have died. The enemy could have planned because that person is connected to the church. He's connected to the, to the anointing, to the grace. Connection is spiritual. It's not physical. You can be close to a person and never be close with that person. Did you know? You can be close and smile with the person and do everything and your heart is not with that person. It's possible. So this thing is spiritual. So that thing located the person. I'm not the one. So they have to come and show me because this person is truly close in her heart. Are we together? This person is truly dependent or submissive to the grace. So the grace has to speak. So nothing's happened by coincidence for the children of God. There are some kind of atmosphere you be that nothing is supposed to happen to you. Because that thing has an atmosphere. Are we together? Yes, sir. There was a description that gave about the umbrella. That's the way the church is. There's an umbrella in the realm of the spirit that shatters anyone that hides under that atmosphere. Are you with me? So there are things that should not happen to a believer. Thank you, listeners. Can we say thank you, Jesus? So stay on the concept of the church. Are we together? So I say it's a place of renewal. It's a place of what? Renewal. So anytime you come before the presence of God, you must come with that mindset of what? Being ready to hear God. Your heart must be open so that God can speak to you. As I'm speaking now, I might be talking, but some people might be hearing God giving them instructions. That happens to some of you. Have you noticed that somebody sometimes I'm ministering, you are receiving songs? I can be minister, some of you can be receiving ideas of a book to write. I can be minister, somebody can be receiving something because the church is not about coming to see a man, it's coming to see Jesus. So as I'm standing here, I came here with an open mind that Lord speak. I had to go back and pray. I can I don't have to be saying this, but I know that I spent hours praying that Lord, make sure you speak to them. Let them hear you and not me. So as I'm speaking now, something might be going through in your life. Unconsciously, I might be saying it. And that's why sometimes, you know, some people that are not really knowledgeable in this aspect, you know, sometimes I can be talking and I mention something, and they, you know, I've had people say that, ah, somebody has gone to reveal to him about me. You don't know. The Bible said a man of the spirit is like a wind, meaning it's dependent strictly on the spirit of God. So I can stand here and nobody tells me anything about you. And the next thing is that what? I'm picking details from you. God is speaking about you. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, so this is the ordinances of the church. And that's why it is important we gather. 
And that's one thing Satan knew. And that is why Satan is always fighting what? The gathering. Say the gathering. Yeah. So Satan does his best to scatter it. And that's the reason for everything you are seeing, the drama and everything. Are we together? Yes, sir. Because Satan knows that when you are weak,
and you need to understand. The Bible said what? We are, he said what? Said we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. What does that mean? That means people that have died in the ages supposed to Paul, when we gather, especially if the Holy Ghost is truly in that meeting, they too, they are what? They are having what? Fellowship. They are not worshiping right now. As I'm talking to you now, they are in the service. Because over there, they can see easily. It's not like, see, this thing is not a demarcation to them. So anytime incense is being raised to the Spirit of God, all of them gather in that place. So, so, so all of a sudden you are sitting down. Some of you you don't know how it happens. You are you are in the meeting, you know, and all of a sudden you just begin to remember the letter of Paul. Paul is talking to you at that moment. So what you need to do is what if you remember, you quickly go back to that place and read it. Something will enter your spirit. If what you remember is what the Lord will supply on my knee, immediately you read it, the answer is given immediately. Because what they two are gathering, they gather, they watch, they are called cloud of witnesses. Meaning they are there to witness what has happened. They are witnessing with you. They are, you know, you, you heard the word Jehovah Witness, they represented. So they are representative of their own gospel too. Don't forget. So Paul can say what? Right now, Jesus really spoke through me. So the account I have, you can have it if you stay under the atmosphere. Are we together? Yes, sir. So they are all witnesses. So they watch the faithfulness of God. They watch the miracles happen. They watch what God can do. Because he is the real teacher. 
The Bible says He will guide you into all things. So He will guide us in the church. He guides us in all ways. So we are not just gathered. The day this thing get done on you. I remember when I went to Sam in Zamfara after my my school. I, I, I recollect very well when I got there, I was looking for a garden. Because I knew the relevancy of a garden. I know that there is something that needs to be filled. At the NYC orientation camp, you know, a time came I got frustrated. Because every time those of you that have gone for service and you understand, those of you that are yet to go, you will understand when you get there. <laughs> because very early in the morning, the soldier will come and wake you around five, before five o'clock, you're already there. Praise you! Attention, my numbers, go on, come on, So, <laughs> you do that, you're done. And for those that are, you know, there are simple, people like us that don't know how to do it well. Even when I know how to do it well, because I remember when I got there firstly, I was trying to be one of the best. So they just called what? No, what? We're doing it. I just noticed they were keeping us in the sun. Other people that are school too, they will tell them go and sit down. They will go, they will go and be resting. I noticed I was suffering by being scored one. In the sun, any small thing, where are you? I said, hey, oh, Jesus, will they pay me for this? <laughs> say you are serving your nation. You sat there for how many days? I just know that this thing, I'm just going to faint. Because every second you are looking for, you are there with the flag. Yeah, I just have no, no problem. The next time my plateau commander called me, raise your boy. There was a name they gave me there, I won't tell you. <laughs> so you can't call me by that nickname. I just came. Oh yeah, let me tell you, five alive. <laughs> because anywhere I am, you will just be happy. I just know how to make everybody happy. So he just uh, he made the call and I said, yes sir. I just said, score what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I said, sir, I, I'm sorry, maybe I forgot. Is that attention my number? I don't know. He just said, well, I, you have four minutes. We know. I said, oh God, I don't know what is wrong with me. <laughs> I shall find a way to escape. At last, they removed me. So when they removed the little time, when they asked us to go and get us, we are pretending to be tired. Me, I'll be praying in tongues. Because I must survive. It was choky, I must have, so I tried going for NCCF. I was doing my best to be present because I needed a place to pray. So when I, sometimes I go there before every other person, I would just go there, shiba, la, 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 la. I would just be praying alone in the church because I needed a place of renewal. I need that thing. I need to be on point. Hallelujah. So if you're a Christian that you don't feel it, you don't know when, you know, there's a way you feel when you have not prayed. There's a way you feel, you just feel like an empty vacuum. If you know that you are not feeling that thing, you are dead. <laughs> so the prayer should be praying that, Lord, please, let me come alive. Because as a child of God, see, if you go a week without prayer, you should not be okay. It's as if you have gone a week without food. Are we together? You should not be all right. So if you, if you ask, are you okay? And you say you are okay. You are not okay. <laughs> are we together? So that church is that place. As we gather together, there is something happening here. First Peter chapter two, verse nine. Is my life, my strength, my 
past nine. Everybody can reach together. I want to go. For a what? A what? A chosen what? Generation. He said what? A royal what? Now stop. The word royal priesthood there means kingly priest. Are you with me? Meaning a king that is a what? A priest. Are you with me? Continue. A what? Continue. A peculiar people say, I am peculiar. I am peculiar. So when God called you out, He called you out with uniqueness. So when we gather together, it is called the gathering of peculiar people. Are we too with me? And that is why the church is full of different kind of people. We cannot be the same. Listen. I think that's what, you know, that's what some churches are finding difficult to understand. They are trying to model everybody to look like this. So you see sometimes some people in the church, they don't smile. They say, okay, it's the way they were molded. No, it's called a peculiar people. So we are unique in our ways. So everybody cannot be normal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I am peculiar. I am peculiar. Say, I am unique. Say, I am unique. Continue quickly. That you should show forth the praise of Him who has all your darkness in the Father's light. Are we together? The Bible says that you should show forth the praises of what Him. So the church is a place of showing praise. So anytime we gather together, we are showing praises to God. We are appreciating him. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Say, the gathering, the gathering is, of the is of the Lord. Can we say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. So you now see the reason why it is very important. I remember a minister of God then. He was, was, he's a, he's a pastor. He was talking about when he was young, how he would train for six hours because he was going to a church. He was going to a meeting. He had no money with him, so he would train down. He said he will usually be praying in tongues on the road, trekking just to be there because he knew that there is a word of God for him. He's not ready to joke with it. And you need to understand, I have learned something over time in my experience so far. I realized that before anything comes to your life, there is a word that was given for that thing. The reason why we are defeated most times is because we have mixed the word that would have become a strong anchor to overcome that situation. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. The Bible says he sent his word. So there are words that are sent. So as we are here now, God can be giving somebody a word that will help you to survive in the next phase of your life. Are we together? So by missing the presence of God, the presence of God, you are missing words that will guide you for a season. Have you not noticed that some people, you know, I remember I was talking to somebody and I was talking to the person about Omega. I said, you cannot leave Omega and come Three months and meet us in the same place. It's a lie. It's not possible. Because by the time you come, you will notice that people have grown. You too, you have to need to gather yourself and to be very serious to meet up with the frequency. The reason is because it's like a train. It's moving. It's not stopping. We are joining in knowledge. We are joining in the presence. We are joining in everything. So everybody's growing. They are going further. So the more you miss, the more you are going back. So when you come back, don't think you will meet all of us at the same level. Are we together? Yes, this is the importance of the church. This is why the gathering is important. It's not because of the jams, the drum sets. It's not because of the piano, the, this thing. It's not because it's not even because of the praise and worship. It's because of the world. It's because of what? The world. So a church that is gathered that without the living word of God is not a church. It's a social gathering. 
Any garden where the word of God is not being taught is not a church. It's a what? A social gathering. The church is not the structure, it is the people. Are we together? This is what we did not understand. That's why it made they lock down the church. The church locked down. Because the church did not really know the reason why it is called the church. In the early days, the Bible makes us understand there was persecution. And as a result of that persecution, the Bible says the church gathered in a place called Solomon's Pouch. They were gathering there for seven years. And the Bible said they were teaching only one thing, Jesus. Any day they come, they were talking about Jesus, talking about Jesus. A time came, the Bible said when persecution said they spread. And all of a sudden, the Bible said they went as they spread. What they have received from that gathering begin to manifest. So the Bible talks about a man called Philip. And that man went and began to use what to call Philip Airways. Let me explain. I don't know what called Philip Airways. All of a sudden, he was preaching. After he preaching, he would just disappear. And they would find him in another place. That's what I mean. He was disappearing from one place to another. That thing was received from the gathering. There are a lot of impartation that happens in Zion. When we gather like this, God is ministering to people. Something is happening on the inside of you. You don't know. A time will come, you just notice some situation will come. You don't know how where that strength came from. It came from Zion. Say Zion. Zion. And for you to understand the meaning of Zion, I will really go a bit scriptural about it. I will just try and explain it. You know, the word Zion was derived from a place. Let me take you to history. Because, you see, we need to know this thing. Hallelujah. Let me take you to the origin of the word Zion. A lot of you have heard about Mount Zion. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. You don't know what Mount Zion is. If I ask what is Mount Zion now, someone just say, okay, we don't know. Hallelujah. Mount Zion came from somewhere. You see, you need to understand something. It's like, for example, the Bible most times uses what called symbolism. The Bible uses what we call symbolism. Everybody, what we call what? Symbolism. Like, take for example, this food. The Bible can, like, you heard the Bible talks about mirror. That the word of God is the mirror of life. Let's just see for that. Say, well, as we behold, we are transformed. Now, you need to understand that there is actually the real mirror. We call Bible the mirror of a believer. But there is actually the real word, mirror. So, if you want to understand the meaning of, let me explain a bit. I'll just go a bit into the origin of the word Mount Zion. Are we together? So, you go, I can give you scriptures to go and read, but let me just explain because of time. The word Mount Zion started a very long time ago. How? It started with a man called Abraham. Abraham has a wife, Sarah. What's the name of Abraham's wife, everybody? Sarah. I, I even told you that. I'm doing the answer. <laughs> when Sarah died, Abraham wanted to bury Sarah. So Abraham was looking for a place to bury Sarah. So Abraham went to a particular set of people. And those people would call them the Jebusites. So when he met them, he told them that, he want, they told him that take the land. He said, I will never take it for free. So, he, so they costed him even beyond the uh, exact amount, meaning they cheated him. He collected the place. Now, he made he collected the place, he buried. Now, they have a particular tradition. Are you with me? The Jebusites have a tradition, and that tradition is that what? If you collect anything from them, you are already their own. Are you with me? Like, for example, if you marry from the Jebusites, your family belongs to the world, Jebusite. They can come and take anything from your place. So it's part of their constitution. But they did not tell Abraham this. So immediately Abraham got that and after collecting the money, so they entered into the land and began to stay there. Are you with me? That's from Jerusalem. They started staying there. So when they started staying there, so they refused to leave that land. But the contract can only be broken if 
that particular nation repel against the main nation. Like this, for example, if they fight the Israelites, that trap is already broken, that covenant is broken. Are we together? Yes. So a certain time, the Jebusite gathered together with some confederation of the Jebusite, the I, AI, and many other. They gathered together and fought against Israel during the days of Joshua. Are we together? Yes. So when they fought against Israel, automatically the ties has been what? Broken. So now Israel can fight them. So Israel repelled back during the days of Joshua. So they fought them. Some of them left, but some remain in the land. They refused to go. So they now went to a particular place. That place is where we call Zion. It's a particular hill. In that hill, now that hill is specially structured. I will explain it to you. It's like a big. How many of you know what a hill is? Okay, good. A hill is something like this. So imagine a particular. A, a, the mountain is structured on the hill. Are you with me? Like mountain of fire. You understand? Hallelujah. So there is a mountain on the hill. Now the mountain has the hill is like. Let's make, for example, behind it is a very, you cannot climb from behind. It's a very deep valley. So there is no way you can enter from behind. So the Zion is a place that was structured with a rock. The rock surrounded the place. So what they did was that they did a particular opening. And you need to understand that some of the members of the Jebel side were giants. Are you with me? They were not pure breeds. Some of them were half breeds, a product of the then fallen angels. So they were staying there. So I'm trying to take you into biblical understanding. So when David defeated Goliath, what David did was David cut the reason why there is a reason. You know, some of you thought David cut the head of Goliath for fun. No. He cut the head of Goliath for a reason. So he took the head of Goliath in 2 Samuel chapter 5. Read them. He went and planted it where? Planted it in the presence of in the entrance. If you want to enter Jebusai, he planted it there. And that thing has a meaning. So he was telling them that what the strongest of you I have killed him. So the way I cut off his head, I will cut off the head of all of you there. Did you understand? Yes, Do you understand? Yes, so from there, David started walking on now. The children of Israel were fighting on now to take over that place because it's part of Jerusalem. So a certain time something happened. Are we together? Are you learning? Yes, sir. So David made a a part or or David, let me put this way, David placed a reward and said whoever can defeat, can successfully fight that particular land, the person will be rewarded. And the person will be rewarded with, he will become the captain, the head of David's army. So there was a man called Joab. So Joab was able, I don't know how he was able to do it, because that place, if you are going to fight, why they will not defeat them is because, remember I said it's a house on a what? Hill. On a hill. Surrounded by what? Rocks. Rocks. And there is only one entrance. So whenever soldiers, the Israelites want to maybe attack them, they will just open the gate. And during those days, they have carved stones. They are stones that were made in form of ball. So they will just release it. You know, you can't block stones. The stone will destroy the army. So they will run away. So we don't know how David, but I, I, I think when I make a research, Joab maybe passed through a tunnel. I don't know how he did it. But through a tunnel, he was able to enter and open the gate. So the, 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 the armies of David flocked in and defeated them. So when he defeated them, that place became the threshold of David. That's what they call the city of David, Zion. Did you understand? Yes. So when the Bible is talking about Mount Zion, don't think about just a place. It's talking about a place that has a word, a structure that is guided. Are we together? So the church also is a word, has a word, a structure. And it's set on a word, a hill. 
Are we together? This is the reason why the Bible says you are the light of what? The world. A city that is what? Set on a what? Are we together? So Zion is where? On a what? So if you are a breed of Zion, where are you? So the Bible says, upon Mount Zion, there shall be what? Deliverance. Meaning deliverance takes place where? For those that are what? In where? Zion. So every product of Zion is guarded. Every product of Zion is what? Guarded. So the Bible now said, instead of rock, you are surrounded by what? Innumerable what? Company of what? Angels. So angels are the position of the rock. So whenever you are in the presence of God, you are in the church, you are guarded. Something is protecting you. And something is happening inside. The Bible said the angels of God excel in what? Strength. So how did you know if angels are in a place? Strength. So as I'm talking now, some of you are feeling something. You are feeling strong. You were troubled before all of a sudden it's gone. You were troubled before. You notice that worries is disappearing. It's because there are angels here. They are releasing strength. They are pushing away the negative energy. And are releasing positive energy. So in that atmosphere, Jesus walked in. So the Bible says you have come to bear. Everybody shout Mount Zion. So the Bible says those that are in Zion shall not say what? I am sick. Because sickness will melt away. Anytime they go there, as they behold, they are transforming. There is somebody that is in what? David. Remember, Jesus was called what? Son of David. So if the real David was having his throne where? In Zion. If he was what? His palace was where? In Zion. Jesus, the son of David, the real one, we also have his palace where? In Zion. Did you understand that? So we know he's here. We are aware. We are not deceived. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are aware because we know he's in our midst. And that is why we gather. That is why we come together because we know Jesus is here. And that is why I can be standing here. As I'm talking now, Jesus is ministering to somebody. The song that came the other time was a message for somebody. Remind me of the song. Yes. He never tired of hearing our prayer. When we are weak, He makes us stronger. So rest. So rest. as far as far you can see is different it's different because something is coming out the anointing of God is flowing and to behold you are not seeing a man you are seeing Jesus there is transformation working on the inside of you you are becoming another kind of person 
So things begin to happen in His presence. And you will be aware that you are before the Lord. Some of you as you are before the Lord, opportunity is coming. Please, you need to get this right. Opportunity is coming in His presence. Some of you as you are gathered, you are meeting yourself. As you are getting to know each other, you don't know that the person sitting by your side might be a connection for your tomorrow. Go, God, why are you in this presence? And that's why I said, if you see a lady, you are an opposite and the first thing that comes to your mind is marriage or somebody to marry, you are a failure. You lack wisdom and understanding. Because there are some people that God brings in your life, they are connections. They don't have money, but a certain time is coming. There's a great job that will come tomorrow. They are the one that will come and tell you that I saw one job. I heard that you are a nurse. I heard that you are this, you are into this. Can you try? They become access. God has planted them before time. There are people that they will just be your mentor. There are people that you will mentor. There are people that will be friends. Marriage is the least. It's not even the main thing. Marriage is not fulfilling purpose. It's a medium to fulfilling purpose. If you don't get it wrong, some of you will begin to what? Cause problem with people that will help you tomorrow. At that moment, you begin to cry, God, where are you? God will be quiet because he has raised a helper. You use your own hand to pull the person down. You spoil the connection by your mouth. Be careful what you say to one another. Respect everybody you see in the presence of God, no matter how little. Know how to talk. The Bible says, when you are before the Lord, say, be careful. Be careful what you say. Don't talk anyhow. Because men are systems. Men are spirits. You don't know who is going to be who tomorrow. I told you earlier, I said, the people that God has used in my life strategically, we are not people I imagine. So I have learned to put my trust off so-called big people. Because majority of them I have met in life, they always fail. But people I don't imagine, but I love and I trust. I put my heart, I love them all. Out of them, God used them to bless me at every tavern. And they are blessing usually much more. Stop putting your trust in men. Stop putting your trust in horses. Stop putting your trust in your parents. Stop putting your trust in people. And say, I'm waiting for this person to help me. No! Your help comes from where? God. He's the one. So anytime you come before his presence, Things begin to change. Sometimes you're not even saying it, but it's happening. You just come, you just notice you're a different person. All of a sudden, the you that before, at home, you are angry with everybody. You are throwing shoes, throwing everything at everybody. They just saw the difference. They don't know what is happening. They just know that this person is changing. Change, if you need to understand what we call change. Change sometimes can take time, but changes is happening. So never look at a person and say, this person has been remaining the same level. If the person is really beholding God, he's going to an atmosphere of the spirit. Don't worry. Give the person time.
God begin to impute stamina in you. You see, you need to understand that there is a stamina that can be happening on you even when you are quiet. Even when you are not saying nothing, something can be happening to you. A good example was Moses. Moses was carrying a mantle. And that mantle was still calm. He was beholding God and was quiet. Some of you don't know. When that thing was released upon seventh day, that the Bible said they were prophesying. Me, they were shouting all about. Imagine somebody carrying something that can make 70 people shout and he was quiet. That can make 70 people to prophesy and be shouting about prophesying to the whole nation and he was quiet. What a capacity. Anytime you behold God, you become like that. It is only God that knows tomorrow and is quiet and is watching as if nothing is happening. That is capacity. It is only God that can see you crying and he has written the check of your life that you will be great and you will be quiet. The same thing he did to his son when Jesus was hanging on that cross. I know the father was watching. He could not be home, but he was quiet. Because he was not looking at the present. He was looking at the Gabriel that is coming. So because he saw you, because he know that you will live in the reality of people. Because he know that you will become like him. Because he know there is a greater one coming. And because of that, he was quiet. He melted everything inside
And I said something. I quoted a place in the scriptures. In 1 Corinthians 1 27. Where the Bible makes us to understand that God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the knowledge of the wise. It is the ways of God to hide big things in a small way. Who could have imagined that the food that many people are looking for is hidden in a place like this? Who could have imagined that the worlds of life can be in a place like this? Huh? share this. I remember when I was in school in West of Ibadan, the day God done on me, I realized that in my fellowship, it was a wonderful fellowship, but I saw another place where there is a content that is, that is filling me. And in this place, they wanted to give me a very big position. They called me, sir, we want you to be the vice president. I know if I stay here, it will, it will deprive me of food, and I need food to fulfill purpose. I need food to fulfill destiny. I don't need to see. There are some titles that are just for the main time. If you, you will never grow beyond that level. So you must know the real title and know how to wait for it. I remember that day when I left the office in a sad mood. I told them, I'm sorry, I can't take this home. There is a meeting outside here. I'm committed to that meeting. The meeting were no more than 10 people. But I know that any time I'm here, something is eating my spirit. I am no longer the same. I'm becoming something in the midst of 10 people. I will not kill myself for title. No! And as I left, I remember, I remember the look that some of them look at me was the look of a failure. That we are offering you a better offer. You are neglecting it for just 10 people to go and stay here. I remember any time they come, they look at me in the feed. When we gather together and we are worshiping, they look at this one that like failures. But I did not know that God was doing something. I remember the leader of that time. When I see him, I was like, yeah, why not, sir? I didn't know that God was working something. But when I went for service here, I was made the chairman of the whole Zamfara State Christian Corpus. And I find myself, as I was about to go, the final, the final orientation camp was organized in Sokoto State. So they had to match three different uh, states together, Sokoto, Zamfara, and Kebi. So I found myself in, Kebi, in Sokoto State. And as I was there, one of the days, that same president that was looking down on me, that was calling me as if I was unserious, he now came. So when he came, he didn't know I was the chairman. As he first approached me, he just said, Hey, Gabriel, come over here. I said, Sir, don't be angry. I said, How are you, sir? Man of God, as I was greeting him, then the chairman of the state, where he belongs to, he's a zona, a zona local uh, president. So the chairman of that state just came and said, How dare you refer to a state chairman like that? He said, apologize now. He went on his knees, I'm sorry. Yeah. There is something about God. See, you can never cheat God. You can never cheat God. You can never invest in God. And you will not reap. It's not possible. You can invest in men. Men can fail you, but God Bye. 
Are you with me? Yes, sir. They can see. You cannot see, but they can see. So they are rejoicing. Yes, sir. As they're about to fade, they are saying, hey, don't give up yet. Rise up. We are with you. They are cheering you. You are not a mistake. We know. You are saying, Lord, and with them, they say, we know. Perfect love, liberty. I'm So they're saying, continue. Sister, continue. Continue praying. Continue speaking. Brother, continue. Don't stop. Get 
and in partnership with father, I was in the prom. I won't mention the name of the church. That church major is the church that says those also. I was there in one of their meetings. They said, okay, partnership meeting, can we come together? Partnership in the church pays 60. 60 out of your 100 salary. 60. Is that not higher than that? Did you understand now? So it's still the same thing. So now we give tithe and we give seed. When we give seed, it's because we recognize we're blessed. So we give to it. The Bible said, Abraham met Metizedek, knowing that Metizedek is higher, gave unto him. And the Bible said, What? The less is blessed of what? The greater. So when you see something greater, if you have, you give to it. I remember a culture we used to do here. Then when the message is going on, people come and give it. Normal. Hallelujah. So first, let's bring out our tithe. Or see, if you have a seat, you can come and we'll pray with you, then we'll collect the offering and bring them into one. You know the man.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. from the love of God, Amen. and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit Amen. is with us Amen. in all the days of our life. Amen. We are the house of the Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Alright, quickly, very important. Please, nobody there. I saw some, I think, some head of last month be around. So please, I don't nobody should nobody should stand at the entrance. If you are going home, go. Don't stay there so that they won't come and harass us. Don't allow them to come and stop us because I saw their top official. One of their top officials is around. So please, everybody, when you leave this place, go home. First service, go home. So second service, people will begin to, you can stay. Hallelujah. Please, when you leave, go home. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. Go home. God bless you. Second service, If you are for the second service, please, meet us at the right. Let's go together. Let's come together. Let's give the praise to Let's, let's spread out. Let's give the praise to God. 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 Let's give the praise to God.